0: Welcome back to the Internet Computer Report. This episode is number 14. We're, we're gonna be doing a general update and talking about all the new information that we got from the Definity team over the past month or so. We cover a range of topics in this episode, but the probably the biggest uh, include, but are not limited to, the open-versus-closed-source controversy, which seems to be a really hot topic uh, in the Definity community, and especially on Twitter. We cover some new information that we got about the ICO funding round unlocking and how that's going to be affecting ICP's price in the first year. We also speculate a bit about what self-sovereign identity will look like on the internet computer and some of the implications of that. And we also talk about the chain key technology that seems to be the novel foundation for the internet computer's unique features. So, all of that
1: and more coming up. Enjoy. Welcome back to Internet Computer Report. Uh, we have a pretty different episode today. So, uh, it's February 28th. Uh, this is the recording of today's date. Uh, and we've been waiting on the documents. I know Evan is really... Uh, very wa- eager. Very yeah. <laughs> eager and waiting for these. But, um, as much as you know, we're waiting for them, there's quite a bit of information if you know where to look. Uh, so, that's what we're going to kind of uh, dissect today. So, there's probably the best thing you could probably do is go to Twitter. Um, Dominic has been really active lately and he's been giving a lot of tidbits and hit hints for everybody to kind of, uh, get involved. There's also medium articles. Uh, there's various community members that you can follow, um, uh, which we're going to be making recommendations on today. And of course, uh, the forum,
0: the uh, developer forum, is the developer forum. Yeah. So yeah. you
1: have a lot of good information for the forum, right?
0: Yeah. Well, uh, that's where a lot of the community members dive deep into things that otherwise wouldn't be publicly released. So there's a lot of good stuff on there.
1: Yeah. Okay. Very but cool.
0: We're we're gonna be covering Twitter today because a lot of the interesting topics are coming from there. A lot of hot topics around. A lot, the lot of hot community. topics. Yeah.
1: And I, I have to say just just to go to start off with like how the forum is, I have to give a lot of props. I was always a little skeptical about uh, Divinity's approach to community because of the fact that you know they really they never really, uh, you know they never really engaged with like any kind of. Um, yeah, they really kind of just stuck to themselves while they were building. Mm-hmm. And I thought maybe they might have a little issue later on. But what I've noticed is the community that did actually come around them is highly technical. Everybody kind of, like, they really is a lot, they get a lot of responses. Um, you know, even just our following on our channel has grown and everything like that. Yeah. So it's been it's been really great. We have a really great community.
0: Yeah, you, you, we have the highest quality community left around. And it's it's very small right now, but we even see people have reached out to us. And almost everyone who reaches out mm-hmm. to us is like, I have this project idea, and I need a coder, or I'm yeah. a coder, and I, I need to get involved with Divinity. Mm-hmm. So it's really a pleasure. Yeah, we love to we love playing. all the messages people send us too. <laughs> it's uh,
1: yeah, really fantastic all the comments. So thank you for that to everybody. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So I guess uh, I guess we'll hop on to this this hot discussion that we had, hot topic discussion on Twitter. It was uh, so Dominic on February 18th. If you guys want to go back on his Twitter. He put out a string of tweets and he, I'll read out one of them. He says, we think in the end, there will be one internet computer. We want to make sure that the work that has been done and is being done is appropriately credited and used in the right way. So one of the other community members kind of asked him, he was kind of worried thinking that maybe there's a, uh, you know, they would start licensing a lot of the technologies that, you know, the Finney's been working on, although, you know, there's been speculation that everything would be completely open source. And as it turns out, Dominic basically said, you know, they would be licensed. I mean, maybe you want to talk about it with a community source. Like, yeah, the difference sure. Between the two,
0: it's a it's a touchy issue, and I feel almost weird speaking about it because we know so little. Like, it's almost premature uh, to be talking about these things. But every Twitter thread that comes off Dominic's tweets mm-hmm. is about this, uh, this, like this big question: Are we going to open source it, like the rest yeah. of the blockchain community, yeah. or are you going to keep all this uh, all this stuff secret? So I'm just going to read a tidbit from the medium article, the most recent one that Dominic re- released given the twenty year roadmap uh, for Definity. And it said like remaining gates to the, the public release that the community is actually going to see. The, it says the release of vast quantities of technical and design information pertaining to ICP, including full descriptions of the chain key cryptography and protocol math that makes the internet computer network possible, and a bunch of other stuff. But as far as I'm concerned, that means, uh, I'm sorry, the beginning of that was the DFINITY Foundation releasing all related source code that is not yet in the public domain. So, what I get from that is that we should expect a release for om- almost all, if not all, the source code. Okay. Uh, but then mm-hmm. we got a tweet from Dominic. I don't know, do you have that readily? Yeah, know. the
1: tweet yeah, where he basically says that there will be a lot of open source people will be open to yeah where he says other aspects are likely to be community source and license for use in friendly networks yes yeah and there was there was a, there was a little bit of a it was a hot topic for a lot of people because people were expecting fully open source but what is your personal thoughts on that so for definity to kind of license some things and 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 who is to say what exactly the friendly network is um do you have any i don't know yeah. uh whew.
0: yeah like i said it it
1: really is a touchy subject,
0: and community source isn't, isn't the same as closed source. It's like what uh, pretty much universities use when they want to be under open source uh, sort of guidelines, but also want to copyright their work mm-hmm. so it's not used by someone else you know, who doesn't deserve to use it pretty much. Uh, that's where I stand, and I keep telling everyone as I'm going through these threads. Like it's too premature to talk about this, and if DFINITY doesn't release the source code coming through, like I'm holding them true to that medium statement. Mm-hmm. Um, but if it doesn't end up coming through, then it might be a reasonable conversation like three months from now. Yeah. When we have releases. The other side of that is um, Definity wants people to start building on it and completely trust them. And they're also in a community. Uh, the vast chunk of their community is going to be in the crypto community, which believes that everything should be open top to bottom. And if they're truly selfless, uh, This isn't something directly I'm saying, but I'm I'm trying to capitulate what the community would say. Is that if you guys are really part of the blockchain space, you should open everything and if everyone else uses it, who gives a crap? You know, it's uh it's their right. Mm -hmm. So I wouldn't go too far with that because if chain key technology is really as good as they say it is, then they should keep it to themselves as long as necessary, or at the very least do this community source thing where maybe a, uh, a last piece of the puzzle for the code that would make it rep uh able mm. to be replicated with that just like a little piece to be hidden so it couldn't be copied yeah but yeah if you want people to build on your infrastructure you should let them know mm. everything about what it is so I, yeah. I i think we'll get
1: that okay well listen after you know after how many years of research now has you know the affinity dedicated you know they've had they raised hundreds of millions of dollars five years of research and it's kind of for me, I would say that's pretty messed up for somebody just to come around after all that research and then just kind of copy paste what I'm doing, run an unscrupulous, you know, ICO kind of business raises some, you know, raise a ton of money. Like, what are your thoughts on like, <clears throat> there's a lot of things with like, you know, with Tron copying Ethereum. I think like Tron is literally the exact copy of Ethereum. The code is, you know, and and the same thing with like Binance Smart Chain copy of Ethereum or Cosmos, I believe it is. So. That's like a really tough question to answer. And actually, I asked that to the community. I put out a tweet, and I asked people. I said, "Should Definity release everything into Wild immediately and risk copy-paste gangsters using their five years of research for personal gain, or license some things at first until sufficient network effects take place?" The vast majority of responses were actually, you know, license some things at first and until sufficient networks uh, takes place. There was one really nice response. Uh, yeah, there was actually this one. There was this guy. His name is Gargoyle. He goes by Gargant three four. And uh, as well as Mute Dialogue, they put some really good information out. Uh, Gargoyle says, just look at what Binance and Tron have done. They are both negatives for society, for the crypto society. Don't let this happen to DFINITY Tech. This isn't just about money and business. It's about continued innovation and changing the world for the better. So, you know, I think, you know, if they have a game plan and they stick to it. uh, But I do understand some other people's point of views where they just want the transparency. That was one of the issues that this uh, one regular DFINITY community member brings up. Um, yeah, yeah, so, yeah, so pretty yeah. Cool. I, yeah. I t- I agree, yeah, almost completely
0: with with what you said. The one thing I would add that makes this one uh, kind of different this time around with Definity is that there's been uh, their entire ethos or community is much different than you would get from a typical crypto project. So for me, I reach out to almost any crypto project and I get a response very quick, and then all their details are like on the GitHub and you know that's great that you know that's what crypto is about There's not supposed to be hiding anything in definity it's okay because you have all these geniuses doing it and they have a huge reputation for it but then uh on the other side of the coin it's like much of the community members don't know anything what's going on so it's not even open sourcing the code it's like chain key technology <clears throat> so i'll just say when i was finishing the, my book the last chapter had a lot to do with Definity, and rightfully so, because if you want to take on big tech, there's very few legitimate comparisons Definity would make. So I sent it in to them for corrections, and they're like, you didn't include chain-key technology. And at the time, like, what, like, what are you talking about? Uh, I saw that, that word, chain-key technology, in tweets, like, that's about it. Mm-hmm. They're like, oh, no, it's a huge deal. We just, like, didn't give a name to it yet. And we still don't even know what's going on, so this whole thing is quite cryptic. And it's um it's not it doesn't come from the same cypherpunk roots, at least for the larger community. I mean most of the yeah, team are not is, used to it for sure, yeah. Yeah. They're academics mostly from Ivy Leagues mm-hmm. and it's a different um a different sort of vibe you get across the board than you mm-hmm. would like these anonymous cryptocurrency projects. It's
1: kinda nice though as well at the same time to have something, you know, different. Like, you know, yes, we've grown accustomed through the Ethereum communities other the ones where everything is directly open source, everything is out your at your hands. But you know, there's different, you know, just you know, like for instance, a cypherpunk is somebody who's, you know, trying to make advancements in the world through cryptography and technology and to, you know, and you know, to make political and you know social changes. So, you know, it's not just a cookie cutter way. It's not just like how you know, this one particular way of doing it. You know, Definity has their own way of doing it. They're using their own way of decentralization as, as a means of like scaling, you know, blockchains and actually using it for web scale, you know, is web scale apps. So for me personally, I kind of like, it's refreshing to see a new approach. Yeah. And I like the fact that they are, so yeah, you know, are we a little bit upset that we didn't get the documents right away? Are you going to make a little bit, people are going to get, but overall community is growing. Um, you know, we have some really smart, you know, folks that are hanging around. So, I mean, I'm, I like the fact that there's something different. Yeah. And I'm well, okay with it for now. May,
0: maybe it is. That is what it takes. You're going to need a legitimate mm-hmm. reputation and legitimate yes. people from universities that are, are, are you know, in, uh, not just coders in your in your basement growing up and dropped yeah. out of high school to code. You need, yeah. need people that went to Stanford for cryptography. Mm-hmm. And, you, you know, learn, learn from Dan Bowie and people who know BLS cryptography yes. to be the absolute best. I guess. I guess it's maybe just a worthwhile trade-off. You kind of dropped the cypherpunk ideal, the original cypherpunk yeah. ideal, which was like in the cypherpunk manifesto from Tim May back when uh, cryptography was about anarchism and yeah, yeah, and sort yeah. of creating an, an internet that was allows you to reveal yourself selectively. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So uh, maybe a worthwhile trade-off, but cool.
1: Yeah, well, let let you, us know too, you know, down in the comments what you guys your thoughts, and uh, we'd love to hear what everybody else has to say on it. Yeah, I, any I
0: totally agree. Hmm. I don't know if you wanted to read any of the tweets from community members because oh, there's yeah. a lot of great points on it. Anyone that you
1: saw that was really good that you wanted to bring it up?
0: Well, I would just say if you read through a lot of these, and maybe mm-hmm. we'll link to some in the description. Yeah, you can actually you'll see yeah, that.
1: go to the Fini- If you go to Definity Scan, we retweet pretty much all major conversations and dialogue. So, like, if you ever want like one set place to get all the best tweets on what's happening, Definity from Dominic from other community members. There's been some really good, like there's one, last LastMJS, really great fe- uh, person to follow. He's He has that other cypherpunk um, ethos, which is really, you know, which is cool to have, you know, uh, different viewpoints. There's another person, Suddenly Hazel, who's been really putting some good, uh, you know, uh, developer uh, developer things as like an outside community member. So check it out at the Finity Scan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's a lot going on. You'll actually yeah. see a
0: lot of the same faces. Mm-hmm. And, and uh, I wanted to say that you'll see all these different views which is wonderful like even on this question of open source or not you'll have everyone's views shaped by their background and you could tell the really technical people have have one side of the coin and and uh, yeah it's, mm-hmm. it's super interesting i would like to see the uh, team members jump in so there's 160 or 100 like i think there are up yeah, to 170 over, like, yeah, now uh definitely team members yeah, and I don't know if they're not allowed to use Twitter or they there's stay certain quiet. things not... <laughs> yeah. I see. Actually,
1: there was this, there was this one. Actually, I got, there was this one tweet. I forget who's the guy who does, Was it Hans? Right, Hans. Hans. All, yes. So Hans did like an amazing tweet on uh, on the uh, ICP token and the cycle token and how like the, with the stability. And I was like about to, and I actually shared it with everybody. And then like three minutes later, it was deleted. <laughs> so I think they have like a lot of like things. They're, they're, they're being super, they're careful. super careful. Super careful. But they careful. but they if you I put everything on instant. Notifications, which I recommend people do too, so you can see what they're doing before anything gets deleted. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, wow, wow. Check that out. That that's cool? uh, that's good stuff. Nice. So should we? Uh, did you want to read anything on uh, any I particular liked, tweet?
0: I or... just uh, a lot of lo- what last MJS was digging into um, was super interesting, and why well, I, I remember like I, I don't have the tweet out here in front of me, but Dominic was saying. Um, there, there, there's no cryptography this good that you just put up on GitHub. Mm-hmm. And then last, MJS was mentioning all the open source projects like Linux and then yeah. WebAssembly. And then you know a lot, of, a lot of projects do exactly that. Yeah. Uh, so it's tough to see. And then what, what I lo- like to say about their going back to their ethos. If you do want to have these community source components, um, and you want everybody to trust the infrastructure, I'd be totally okay with it. And this is I, where I said in my tweets. I stand. I'm okay with it so long as you have transparency on all the other fronts. So let every every team member say whatever they want and have them be active because they know way more than us. Mm-hmm. And like we're sitting here talking about this, meanwhile we never uh, see the inside. So yeah, I would love let, it. Let yeah. the 160, 170 yeah. geniuses that have voted this stuff percent, have yeah. their voice heard. love I would love, be, uh, I'd love to hear
1: that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and, and you know we hear we, it's great that we're hearing more of Dominic as well from you know from the head of the thing, but I'd love to hear what the other employees have to say too. And, Another, another uh, stuff like that. Yeah. Very cool. Nice.
0: And and then yeah. uh, I did it I like on a lighter note. Yeah. Right now, we said the community is very high quality, and that's why Dom is able to jump in on all these tweets. Mm. But once the coin comes out, you know, it's completely mm. out the door. Yeah, <laughs> probably.
1: You know, we have a lot of the Moon Boys. That yeah, are coming moon out. Yeah, Moon Boys, win Moon. <laughs> Thousand dollars. It. Yeah, yeah.
0: So I'm enjoying yeah. it now. Well, you know, yeah, at least,
1: <laughs> at least we now we have like a, now at least we have like a well. Listen, if you want to always follow DFINITYScan, Scan, and we can follow you know us, we're always going to kind of simplify and, and put all the most best information out for everybody to kind of uh, see. Yeah, so we'll we be try like our we'll be, we'll be curating. Uh, or we'll be trying our best curating everything. Uh, all right, cool. So you want to hop on the next topic that we saw that we could talk about the, uh, about the ICP, uh, this is pretty interesting. So they were talking about the security of the network and how they would be locking tokens for bad security. So Dominic recently came out. So obviously, uh, you know, tokens and distributions, one of the main things everybody's kind of waiting on this Genesis event. And, uh, from what we hear, Genesis event is happening quarter one, quarter one ends March 30th. So people should start getting uh, you know, tokens, but 25% of the network, uh, was actually sold in the seed round back in March, 2017. Now I don't know. and So when it, when it happened, I don't think there was any specific like vesting periods or anything like that, but I believe they might actually, it's possible they could be incorporated. I know some investors are going to be getting their tokens like locked over the course of like, you know, 12 months or 24 months, 36 months, depending on which rounds you were in. But uh, Dominic made a comment on that, and he basically said it's for the security of the network. You know, there's going to be a careful compromise. So i actually read this. So he says, all decisions regarding uh, the tokens will be made in the interest of the network security. A price collapse would be bad for security, meaning if there was too many people wanted to try to attack the network by selling a good amount, they can maybe, you know, maybe gain control of... um, of the voting in the network mm-hmm. nervous system. So worth noting that the seed participants have almost 25% of the network. So even if there is vesting, plenty of ICP will still be coming to the market. So it looks like we're going to be, they're probably going to be locking up these tokens into neurons and they're going to be dissolving over set periods of time. So if you have maybe over a 12-month or 24-month period. So what are your thoughts on about that with in respects to like security of the network uh, uh, with the dissolve? I'm, yeah, yeah. Any, I, any thoughts?
0: I don't. Yeah, I don't have any... Uh... Any criticisms of that? I mean, you know more about this, but what were the stipulations of the original ICO rounds? So, because it was done in yeah. a bit of a different way, right?
1: Yeah. Uh, oh, for the the initial raising. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So actually, yeah. So when the initial raise came out, it was the first round. I think was in February or March 2017, and they set up a Chrome extension. So Chrome extension where you're able to send uh, BTC and F to uh this you know this foundation and there was really no guarantee that you'd receive tokens i think it was more like a donation based and maybe the foundation if they wanted to they can give you tokens so it was you know it was you know i think the valuation at that point was only 16 million dollars so it was really small it was just kind of in early stages and uh yeah for me personally i think it's perfectly fine that they lock up you know for extended periods because i think you know we're here for the the long-term health of the network Mm -hmm. you know maybe it'll make people temporarily but i think uh I think uh, it's yeah. I think the long-term health of the network is probably the most important. Um, yeah, it yeah. seems
0: like the most reasonable thing to do. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I was saying for selfish reasons, I wanted yeah. to, <laughs> so, yeah, <laughs> to. I want to them to release it all at once. Can, yeah. <laughs> um, but that you know that might even be good. Uh, if I'm just thinking my speculator mind, if they're dumping yeah. out all that and and people are up like 500 to 1,000x from the seed round, then they're going to be keeping a reasonable price and they're going to be interested in selling which is going to allow the decentralization of the networks so this is going to be like a year oh, as these things get uh released the big vcs oh, will... the slow release the slow the, the slow, slow release, the slow is, release is kind of good because yeah. hopefully there'll be a price floor that you, everyone could kind of accumulate and start the decentralization process yeah, Agreed, totally uh that's something i'm looking forward to yeah
1: yeah that be yeah. great yeah because listen this is you know this when you're investing this project, this is a you know you're looking for a five ten twenty year outlook um, you know, before there starts to be some major, major changes. I will say that there was this one comment. This this one guy's name is Jez. He, he's the founder of Funfair. He actually said seed unlocking doesn't destroy the project. If the Finney Foundation are doing a round right now, they can allocate some to secondary for the seed funders to release some capital that's been illiquid for a long time and perhaps lock up an equal amount. I'm assuming he's a seed investor, but uh, <laughs> as we can see. And Dominic responds, yep, we're going to do this in a very careful way. The security of the network is a priority. That depends on market support since if ICPS were worthless, it's easy to buy 51% of the tokens and take control of the NNS, the network nervous system. Schedule will balance many things to get best outcome. I really like this. I like I like how he's careful, he's very methodical and, you know, you know, in a lot of these, you know, a lot of people people in the early see they're going to do very well. But yeah, don't get don't get too greedy. They like, have yeah.
0: absolutely no right to complain. Yeah, they're, no, yeah. <laughs> they're getting uh, I can't there. I can't get my millions of dollars oh, no, right no. now. <laughs> like, um, oh man. Yeah, but across the board, if you want yeah. to decentralize the network, I mean, people are saying this. Oh, you need to decentralize. How's the foundation going to do it with 25% held in the seed event, like mm-hmm. the the initial rounds? Yeah, it's like this is how you do it. Yeah. uh it's Probably a good idea. <laughs> so mm-hmm, definitely. Uh, I'm happy. It's like no, there's really nothing to complain about cool. going with that.
1: Oh, also, in an, on, a, on a separate note, actually, because we have some huge events with the Coinbase IPO coming out, which is going to be massive. I don't, I don't know what do we, do we know when that's coming. Out? I know they're going direct listing. I have no but, idea. All right. Well, maybe in the next month or so, they'll probably be coming directly. Out, which actually should coincide with the Definity launch for the Genesis. Now, uh, the one of the main investors of Definity is Andreessen Horowitz. That guy, Mark Andreessen, he was actually one of the seed investors of Coinbase. He currently has an 11 or 12% stake in Coinbase. He has a 6% stake in Definity. His 12 or 11, 12% stake is currently worth 12 billion dollars. If they're anticipating the 100 billion dollar Coinbase launch, so that's, just a little that's perspective. The that's money. the Coinbase money. That's the Coinbase money. But yeah. just to give you an idea of who the investors are that are, so we have the earliest Coinbase investor. Um, you know, also one of the main, uh, you know, uh, you know, round leaders for. Uh, for Definity, which is interesting.
0: It, it, it might be yeah. nice to have that uh, the timing of those two things line up too, yeah. uh, at least for recognition of Definity. Exactly. It yeah,
1: it should, be, it should be really interesting. And actually, and another thing was there was a yeah. We will we'll talk about that one. But uh, should we get off the topic of uh, tokens and uh, hop into something else? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. You have a, yeah, a lot was, of threads up. I know was, there was this one, and I want to ask your opinion. I don't think we didn't even speak about this, but there's this new person. I actually I recommend you guys follow. This person's name is Suddenly Hazel. Um, came out of like pretty much nowhere, but it's quite technical. She's obviously a developer. Um, and she's been like putting some really good tweets out on, uh, DFINITY. She seems like maybe she's like kind of possibly inside. She's a GitHub, GitHub.com slash suddenly Hazel. She puts this out. She says, since all calls require a principle, our identities a Definity primitive. <laughs> so, you know, DFINITY, <laughs> like a primitive from DFINITY, something that, you know, in, you know, initially came out, uh, from DFINITY. So one of the team members, this guy, Benjamin Goering, Oh, it goes by Bengo. He says, yes, emphatically. So what does that mean exactly? Like what, what like identities? Oh, and, this, know, is, this is yeah. an interesting yeah. can yeah. of worms. Yeah. We didn't plan <laughs> for
0: this one. Yeah, I know.
1: But uh, what, what are your thoughts on it? Well,
0: I, yeah, I have a lot to say about that. So um, episode number 10 we did here, we went over the Mercury launch. And I was kind of a bit uh, sour about them not talking about self-sovereign identity at all or really governance at all. And then, since then, they've also, like Dom has come out, and they said self, self-sovereign self identity is a thing. And, and the pieces are kind of coming together. I mean, this was put in a tweet. I don't know any uh, details. Of, I, I'm aching to see the documents. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, so what she's basically saying there is every inter-canister call or something like that mm-hmm. is going to have... Identity associated with it or identity is going to be attached to pretty much everything So right now, even if you launch a canister on the test network, which is going to be an identical experience on The real network Every canister has an ID and right now the IDs change every time you update the canister, but it's not going to be like that so Self-sovereign identity is a really really big stepping stone as far as I'm concerned uh, like I don't even I don't even think DeFi is real in my head mm-hmm. until it's associated with an identity. Well, where the whether that be self sovereign or uh, federal is up to interpretation. And then and then that's the difference between your bank and a real DeFi protocol. So, so for identity it's a, purposes, it's a huge so, yeah. hint. It's a huge hint. So what do you think? It's what a, do you
1: think it's hinting? Like in respects to like for like regular usage on it with a self sovereign identity. Like what would I be experiencing? on the internet computer.
0: It's it's um that's yeah that's way too far to to speculate but I'll yeah. define self-sovereign identity. So I I identity is any um tangible piece of data that's associated with you and only you and it could be anything it could be a driver's license it could be a passport or it could be the social media data that you output and puts in a spreadsheet or it could be passwords that you only know or it could be a fingerprint that's only on your finger mm. you know there's uh, uh, there's all these different interesting ways to verify identity but the only way we've only known how to do it is trusting a centralized entity and the architecture of definity is so novel in that i really really expected a completely novel approach to identity to come about and i Think that's what we're getting, but uh, like I'm, I'm really just grabbing yeah. the straws off tweets. Yeah, yeah, yeah. no, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. we are making a lot of speculation, but
1: but like talking about like like primitives, like like uh, actually I, this article I read from Andreessen Horowitz back in the day, they basically talked about like uh, the like a GPS on your phone, like a GPS was a primitive that existed on your on your iPhone and really had no purpose, but because of adding that feature, you then were able to create like. Uber, for instance, on it. So I'm really interested in what kind of applications we can have with this identity primitive. Um, My,
0: okay, I'll speculate, speculate. first speculate and say say DeFi. Yeah, no DeFi, one, yeah. everyone's uh, skeptical, even me and you, just to have wallets that are held by your keys, because mm-hmm. if you lose the keys or if someone else gets the keys, you're screwed across the board. If you attach a self-sovereign identity to it, or if you attach any identity with it. Uh, then you go to tr- then you go to trusting your keys more than you trust a bank. In my head, mm. I go to trust. I you know I would trust it because then there's recovery. Um, think about how much that changed the DeFi game across mm. the board. People are going to be registering to get crypto wallets instead of bank accounts. Mm. That's, and, and that's and what, you, and,
1: you, and you'd have the security. Feel much more comfortable. Yes. at least you, at least you have somewhere to go to if somebody was ever to. Lose, yeah. Funds if you in lose your way. keys, or yeah. if
0: someone steals them and sends it somewhere else, then yeah, in the freeze them. in the concept, of, yeah, in the concept of infinity, well, there's an identity process to recover your keys, and there's a network serv- uh, nervous mm-hmm. system that could revoke transactions, just like a bank does mm-hmm. if someone steals your credit card.
1: Yeah. So for, for you know for specific cases, that's
0: what I think. Yeah, and, and almost no one's wrapping their head around it right now. Yeah. But this is. How you take DeFi to the next level? Yeah, yeah you know yeah.
1: what? At first, like I guess the people who are in crypto, or you know, natural, you know, the people who are already in crypto. How big is that real DeFi audience? Like. Before this bubble cycle, there was maybe only like what, 100,000 at the most DeFi users, (laughs) right? And yes, we're all probably a little crazy. We want all of our own keys and we like to keep everything all, you know, hunky dory and all that stuff. But majority of people, the other billion, the other 8 billion, 7 billion people, don't want to deal with all these headaches and stuff. They want a little, they want to at least have some sort of, you know, uh, they can contact something or, you know, something could be, you know, figured out. So the self serving identity could be a big deal, especially if incorporated with DeFi. So that's yeah. pretty cool. Yeah,
0: yeah. Uh, definitely. Nice. The, yeah, there's a lot I would say about that. Yeah. Um, one thing I do want to add is last last time also in the Mercury episode, I mm-hmm. I poorly defined a subnet. And oh, yeah. I want to correct that because they added it to the FAQs. But I call the sub- subnet like synonymous to a polka dot power chain or like a, a network that would be a one single project or a dApp. But really, I defined a canister or a group of canisters that are connected by Big Map. A subnet is more of a, dev- a developer term that's going to be its own kind of blockchain. Uh, and it's how the servers coordinate, how they're going to compartmentalize the, uh, the blockchains or the shards, really. Okay. So it's a developer term. And yeah, a lot, uh, like a lot of things are just coming out and what we say in the past might even be wrong. But that was, um, yeah, well, it was, that was a mistake I, I made last, last time.
1: Yeah, thank you for, for, for clarifying that. And also, they actually just recently updated their frequently asked question mm-hmm. page. So if you go to Dfinity.org and you go to FAQ, FAQ, you're gonna see a whole bunch of new stuff. They talk about subnets, Chanky technology. This only came out in the last like three weeks. So there's tons to read on that. Um, and yeah, it's a good it's a good start yeah, right yeah. off the bat. Uh, yeah. The
0: languages, cycles, neurons, the you know, the network nervous system, what the token is, what an open internet service is, which is always like yeah, open it, is, oh, uh yeah, yeah, obscure terms. Yeah. Term, so like, yeah. We're starting to see uh, a little bit more information yeah, on all this,
1: which is really good. Because so I remember, I remember one of the biggest criticisms of Definity is that everything was just all buzzwords, buzzwords. And I think, <laughs> I think, I think, I think, they, I think they just happen to call crazy things that you know. Maybe they just oh, it seemed more complicated than it actually was. But it's good that they're actually now defining everything, and they definitely, they definitely improved in that aspect. Things are a lot more clear, which is really great. Oh, by the way, I just came across this. I, I actually, I, I must have uh, bookmarked this tweet. But this goes along the lines of identity. Dominic tweeted on February 26th it was one of the internet computer's coolest features features is certified variables in quotes essentially smart contracts can export data in any way that it can be validated even offline web assets can be validated html javascript a covid passport can be validated by a phone app coming cryptography magic and he goes, if you're wondering, yes, this involves chain key, chain key technology. <laughs> Internet computer has a master chain key, which acts as its public key, which will stay the same for all time. Certified variables are data that comes with a Merkle path to a signature created by that chain key. So it looks like is it, they're it's, taking it even a step further. Yeah, it sounds
0: like uh, yeah, it sounds like insanity. It, it's just a yeah. buzzword <laughs> right now, but yeah. if it's um, it's really what they say it is. I could think of it, and of course I'm synthesizing this from tweets, which is yeah, really please. frustrating yeah. at this point. <laughs> but uh, yeah. it, it imagine enabling the future, the features of blockchains, like all the buzzwords that you would normally compile yeah. into a box when you deliver a blockchain concept, yeah. are being done with this these chain keys, whatever yeah, that yeah, means so keys, far. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Very I don't know. We'll see if there's if yeah. they're uh, serious about this. It's a revelation. Yeah, <laughs> We'll
1: see. We'll, well, we'll yeah. We have a yeah month left until we start probably getting Hopefully. probably less, probably less than that. Yeah, it's been it's been around that time. Um, cool. So that's that's that. And then uh, I guess we'll do. I think we have two more. I have two more personal things that I hope Mark, we'll keep going with. So this was another one. February twenty. This is actually just two days ago. He was saying, imagine if the internet has been built atop AOL. Similar situations with proof of state chains. This is actually a pretty cool. This one. Similar situations with proof of state chains running on AWS Azure cloud. They're not infrastructures. Big tech can switch them off. So we we actually had many talks about this in our previous episodes, where we talk about you know you know we, we you know we love Ethereum, but Ethereum we're, we're a little bit taken back by how comfortable Ethereum has gotten with the reliance on the you know, with on the cloud. And I think they are and they're you know they have these ultra cypherpunk, you know ideals and all the other stuff yet they're okay with it and i think that they're okay with it because they really have no other alternative so they just kind of accepted it but i think if internet computer comes around and gives a an option i think i can just naturally see ethereum living on on Definity on the yeah, internet computer yeah. so i think that's really cool and that and that actually helps make ethereum more sovereign which is pretty cool you know? so it's yeah. uh
0: it's wild to think if you want to just give one analogy for how big the internet computer is if uh they, they'd be end, ending up hosting all the other blockchains' nodes, mm-hmm. and that'd be one of their features. Mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> yeah, is, yeah, yeah. That's yeah. Exactly. Oh yeah that's pretty mind-boggling. How, how, how hard is it? <laughs> that's to make not a that's not to say they're yet. the only ones yeah. that
0: could do that, yeah. but uh, they're the features. only ones that yeah. that are claiming that they could do it scalably. Yeah.
1: So I don't know. It's yeah. pretty wild. It's pretty really wild. <laughs> and just the and just the laugh about it. We, you know, one of the one of the episodes we want to do is we want to make a simplified Definity episode for. You know, for everybody, just to kind of make like a simple five-minute explainer on divinity, but there's so many tangents that we go <laughs> off. We start to trying to explain this concept, and then we end up being like an hour into like a million different facets. It's really hard to explain divinity, right? Like yeah, in terms it of, totally is. It just there's like a million different aspects of it. You know, it's uh, uh really interesting, and that's you know, that's
0: one thing. In yeah. case uh, for for those people who watch this regularly, we're still working on that comparison video, so we're gonna compare it to the three highest. Um, we have those tallied but that's coming soon it's mm-hmm. gonna we're we're not saying oh, yes, uh, that Tiffany yes. is the only one that could do these things they yeah. each have a really interesting place and it's just taken a lot of time to dive deep
1: into them mm-hmm. so that'll be coming out yeah we'll definitely have soon. that project coming soon uh, with it and uh, cool any other things you want to chat about or uh, uh, we yeah I think we're pretty good cool I'll just I'll just make one final I'll end it on one of my recent L's, I'll call it, <laughs> Dominic recently tweeted back on February 21st, before we had a slight little correction, he actually tweeted $2.5 billion in short, short Bitcoin on, this, in the, on this, in the CME, the Chicago Mercantile Exchange Futures. So he kind of hinted, <laughs> hey guys, <laughs> he there's $2.5 billion <laughs> short on the CME right now, maybe, uh, maybe uh, you know, be a little bit more careful. And I tweeted back to him, I said, the legendary short squeeze <laughs> i couldn't have been more off but it was i now that i'm reading it back i'm like oh man that was not the a... <laughs> yeah i think yeah, trying yeah. to hint at it for us with the cme thing well but he, was, he certainly you know. called it
0: he called it yeah, well and yeah. I, I also mis- misinterpreted, I misinterpreted one of dom's yeah. tweets and and <laughs> looked like a complete idiot but <laughs> there's, okay, uh, cool. there's a lot of interesting stuff that dom's saying on there mm-hmm. Yeah, so, so yeah, definitely. Uh, keep yeah, I can't imagine what he learns on a day to day basis. Yeah. It's got to be ridiculous.
1: Yeah. Oh, man. Yeah, especially, yeah, these are the you know, the entire, you know, everything that's happening now. And it's an exciting year that we have. We have DFINITY coming out, we got the Coinbase IPO. This is a,
0: yeah. a lot of fun stuff. I can't, yeah. I can't wait
1: for the launch. It'll you know, be fantastic it really timing.
0: If, uh, if if things really go up from here. Yeah. Everyone's going to know about DFINITY.
1: Yeah. So. yeah. Cool. cool. Well, very good. Well, I guess that was a pretty close. It was nice. It was. Very good. All Chatted. Right. chatting. Have a good one, guys. Back soon. Thanks. Bye.